0: Hey guys, bear Abraham here. There is something that we don't talk about enough, and that is the power of collaboration. So in this episode, I have a good friend of mine, Khalil, sharing the value of collaboration, how him and I has leveraged collaboration to grow both of our businesses. So definitely check out this episode. You're going to learn so much and uh, enjoy. Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Jule Bear Abraham, Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Hello, everyone this is Joubert abraham welcome to small biz tips and today i got a guest that's like a legend nobody knows you know that he's a legend but i know i i know he's the legend so my good friend khalil is here today what's going on bro hey what's going on man thank you thank you for coming in really appreciate you so before we go any further tell the people right tell them more about you who is khalil
1: right right now <laughs> glad to be here um Hello, everybody from Central Florida. Um, as Joe Bear mentioned, my name is Khalil. Um, man, I I'm a man of many man, many hats. But uh, in essence, I'm a growth strategist. Uh, you know, um, professionally, I help people uh, grow exponentially compared to what we like to call incrementally through some key strategies. Yeah.
0: I mean, so- you work with some of our clients and really helping them killing it. So. Uh, I'm excited about that. So tell us more about that. How, well, before we go into you being b Growth specialist, um, tell us about, you know, a little bit about your background, where you come from, how'd yeah. you get into that?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, man. Yeah, so kind of my background, um, you know, very entrepreneurial sales-focused background. Uh, when I was in corporate America, prior to mm-hmm. starting my own business, you know, I was in outbound sales in the transportation industry, definitely, nice. a- definitely not a so, nice, you know, hold
0: on. I, I, wait, wait, what do we do? Were <laughs> you selling trucks? Or are you selling routes? What were you selling?
1: Yeah. So somewhat a, a mix of, right. So, uh, I was a freight broker for four years. Mm. Um, so our responsibilities included, right. You know, find, you know, creating a book of business of shippers from scratch, negotiating yeah. with truck drivers all day, you know, right. Which, you know, uh, yeah, that'll teach you a lot to say that. I'm least. sure. Yeah. It's a
0: lot of challenges in that space. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's an understatement, man. So you get calls at 3 a.m. like, hey, where did oh this that was supposed to show up? And you know, a <laughs> lot of problem solving, a lot of negotiation mm-hmm. kind of forces you to put out fires on the regular, right, to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I cut my teeth there in outbound sales, um, was a top sales rep out of 100 uh, other brokers, um, nice. in the, you know, Central Florida office, um, you know, got promoted to being a sales trainer. Um, Are you from Central <laughs> Florida? So uh, I was born in South Florida, uh, grew up in Atlanta. So who asks, you know, when they say where I'm from, you know, uh, (laughs) but um, yeah, born in South Florida, raised in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, came right back down after several years, back down to central Florida. Nice,
0: nice. So, all right, you you were one of the top salespeople, Um, what shift, you know, go from that to starting your own business?
1: Oh man, that was a journey. So, um, you know, I actually shifted there to another company in sales, mm-hmm. you know, as an insurance agent, uh, you know, mm-hmm. making, money, making six figures in, in my uh, my mid to late 20s as a sales rep. Also, Wow. Rep. That's a lot of
0: money in the mid 20s.
1: <laughs> right. You know, that definitely a, a sacrifice to give up, you know, at the end of the day. But mm-hmm. yeah, I had to make a decision, you know, um, you know, again, same thing. I was top sales out of a thousand reps. I was in top 30. Wow. Um, uh coming in so i made a decision look i want to build something for my family i want to be in a position where eventually i can dictate my time nice um so you know a brother had to make some decisions right so and that kind of led that journey to say look i I have you know different skill sets i could put Uh out in the marketplace to try and develop over time and that's where that transition started you know like hey let's let's make something happen so
0: what was what was that first business
1: uh, so I, I had a few. So, um, you know, my first. Me too. <laughs> right? Who, who doesn't? Right? You know, I have a laundry list of you know attempts. But um, first was you know real estate, uh, trying to wholesale houses, which I successfully flipped a, a, a contract or two. I made. I grossed about sixteen grand. Nice. Between being unemployed in between jobs and so forth at the time.
0: That cover. That's a good cushion, right? Oh well,
1: yeah, little cushion. <laughs> Um, but, uh, at the time I had got another job, so I, I couldn't focus on it much. But mm-hmm. after that, I was trying to actually focus on buying businesses. Okay. So, you know, uh, I really tried to push to close a business, right. You know, creative with creative structures and so mm-hmm. forth. I got it massively, like extremely close to closing an agreement, uh, with a trucking company that was doing mm. $7 million a year.
0: Um, wow. And, wait, hold on.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: we don't want to p- bypass that. Right. So yeah. you went from top sales guy starting yeah. a business uh in real estate then go back to being uh working and then st- bought to acquire a seven million dollar business
1: yeah about it was man uh it, so yeah so i, I was <laughs> so the the uh, the owner of the company was in distress um mm-hmm. and obviously i didn't have x amount of seven figures in the bank to make a yeah. so i did either a i tried to get a funding partner That didn't go through because Mm -hmm. the business was in a place of distress, so couldn't Mm. get banks to agree off. So I had to come get creative. So yeah, um, so I started to create financial plans to fix his business.
0: Wow! um,
1: In exchange for equity at the time, Um, that's a very
0: smart way.
1: Yeah. So I ended (laughs) up the plan that I would have put in place had we moved forward would have added over 800k back to his bottom line. Bottom line. Nice. In how long? Year per year. Oh, wow. Within the first six to eight months. Within two years, that would have amassed to about $2.2 $2 million per year with that plan had we put it in place. Wow. Here's the caveat why we didn't move forward. The only way we would have been able to move forward at the time was if we circumvented the broker that brought mm. us together, which, you know, just out of integrity, I just- Yeah, I that, be, that doesn't make right? sense, yeah. And in hindsight, though, yeah, I thought throughout this years ago. I was like, you know what? I could have created a, a deal with the broker. Broker, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, for the introduction. I, yeah. I didn't at the time, so. Do you live um, and learn? <laughs> yeah, you live and learn, right? So you get more creative as you go. But it was it was those type of scenarios where you know you when you're forced to create something out of nothing, um, you, you know that. Creates yeah, you I, know. I know
0: how that is, man. I, I yeah. went through the same thing a few years back. So.
1: Yep. So that was that, man. Wow. So how
0: did you go from that to, to what you're doing now?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I'm also a professional musician. I'm a professional saxophonist. And while I was working, Jeez. <laughs> right? while I was working, I was like, man, how do I get more gigs? Because it's, mm-hmm. you know, the highest paying gigs are typically weddings. Um, and I'm like, man, I don't have time to, you know, negotiate and source mm-hmm. brides all day. And it's absolutely, you know, how can I sell one to many? mm. So I said, you know what? Why don't I hop on LinkedIn because there's wedding planners, yeah, on LinkedIn that I can coordinate with, right? Because they're already working with brides that are paying them, yeah, right? Why don't I connect with you know, use LinkedIn? They're on there. Let me let me holler at them, you know. So yeah, that's how that trend, that kind of skill set developed over several years. I mean, just reach out to people on LinkedIn from that regard to build gig opportunities and referrals. And oh it, wow, well. for you
0: now you had a music business because now you're getting gigs right, to, to do, do weddings. weddings
1: that- that- <laughs> precisely so um so you know in that now fast forward back to this time of transition right i started thinking i was like you know what my main goal is i still want to buy uh use my skill sets to acquire equity stakes in business i still Mm -hmm. want to goal. however I'm like you know what i can this is a skill set that i think could be applied to other people other people probably looking for business you know and multi, you know social media etc yeah why not put this out there you know and that's how that started
0: Wow. So tell us more about that. Tell us about, you know, some of the first, some of the wins from this business, uh, which when you, when we first connected, I think last year we spoke and it made sense to me that we can collaborate. There's a great synergy there. And we started just uh, sending referrals to each other and do business. Right. So tell me more about like some of those wins and the clients you work with look let tell people more about that business and you know your ideals and strategy around that and then we'll cover some of the challenges yes yeah, <laughs> in the business yeah, as well
1: sure. right so yeah so kind of that roadmap man when we saw those wins was you know uh, I went from a place where you know I started putting out my strategies about done for you LinkedIn to clients uh-huh. and forth. started to get traction uh, we were selling at lower price points at the time you know trying to make it work yeah get, get our legs under us and so forth so Um, you know, one thing that helped, uh, I ended up partnering with a a friend of mine who also had a you know consulting background. Mm -hmm. We we got mentorship, uh, which was huge for us. You know, to um, wait,
0: that's so massive. Tell us how mentorship has helped you.
1: Yeah, so we signed up for a mentor, I'm sure many people have heard of them Traffic and Funnels, uh, a program called Client Kit. At the time, they were doing over a million a month, they're doing more. Mm. um but just having a that exposure to that environment of people yeah i made three i started my business six months ago and i made 300 grand this month it's like what in the world you know like being in <laughs> that environment alone along with the amazing training they had changes um, everything yeah so like it a, it expanded us b uh, uh, tactically and mindset wise it just it helped us a ton right so which we didn't stop there then our mm-hmm. next thing was hey we want to get more mentorship right we even hired mentors specifically in linkedin outreach and mm. and how to put the tech together to make it all work for you know yeah we, we were really serious about that so um those were some things that really catapulted us nice right? um so this was in the early stages when we got to 15k a month all right we're uh-huh. you know, making some progress uh 15 we started hitting 20 plus k 21 25 k started making and i said to myself all right look this is cool but <laughs> you know there's got to be a way to kind of Skip the line here in terms of our progression, right? Yeah. So I started thinking. I'm like, look, again, back to that same mindset I had originally. It was like, as opposed to growing one at a time, how can I grow several? As many,
0: yeah, yeah. So, you start thinking bigger.
1: Yeah. I more, more effective too. So I'm like, you know what? There's probably other people out there who could interject my skill set into their product line, their service yeah. line, into their wheelhouse to their who already have clients. Mm -hmm. Right? Enter me and Joel Bear, right? (laughs) Uh, Enter me and, you know, several other partners that we've amassed that we have now that are just massive, right? So um, those were some of the big shifts that catapulted us where, you know... Uh, uh, know, uh,
0: I think we should, we should highlight that more as small business owners. We don't think about that. Sometimes we are just thinking about that one client we want to go after and don't think about that collaboration opportunity yeah. that can lead to a hundred different clients and hundreds right. of thousands of dollars. Yeah. So um, tell us more. Do you have a process for that? Because that takes some time to master. And a lot of people don't because they'll reach out to a few people. They're like, well, these people want referral from me. I don't have any referral for them either. Yeah. And then yeah. the conversation stops. Yes. And, and all the opportunity
1: are missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, that's a that's an awesome point. Yes, we have a very tailored process for this, mm. right? Uh, and to that point, we um, re- having getting referred business should, is actually the shortcut, not the long way, which is contrary to what most people believe, right? Because mm. you know, most people, to your point, they talk to a potential networking opportunity or a potential partner, and it falls yeah. in practice; doesn't seem to go anywhere. And here's why, and this is part of that process that we've structured to drop some, few, you know, some, hopefully this adds some value, but there's some, there are two key things you want to have with a strategic partnership, mm-hmm. uh, potential partnership for it to advance quickly and effectively. You want to A, give a clear framework to your partner on who your ideal client is. That mm. means what do you think. You want to make sure they are clear on the ideal demographic and the ideal psychographic of who your ideal client is so that they can readily identify it quickly for you. Give us an example. Great example, right? Uh, I'm a guy who eats his own cooking. So, you know, that's that's how me and Joe Bear got here, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a great example, right? Demographically and psychographically, you know, Joe Bear and I c- collaborate and I say, hey, Joe Bear, here's someone who works, uh, who's a great fit for my model. A, they already have some form of lead generation, so they're ready mm-hmm. for us. A- Higher quality process to produce higher quality leads, quote unquote. prospects, yeah. Right. Be there clear on our price points and our price ranges, right? Because it, so that way they know coming in, it makes sense for us. Yeah. Clients. See, they're, you know, uh, they, we're done for you agency, right? So they have to be in a place where they're, they are ready to scale and they value their time. Yeah. But then they value their budget, right? Mm. So that's a psychographic.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Right? You know, someone who wants, who always feels like, oh, I just want to do it myself. Well, they're not ready. They're for not me. the right, the right fit. They're yeah, exactly. Right, fit. right. So now let's say Joe Bear comes across somebody who meets all those criterias, right? And just naturally talking to them. Ding, right? The, the, Let me the, connect get to Khalil and then and make the
0: introduction and correct. take it from there.
1: Right. And that's the second part, right? So the yeah. first part is clear framework on who your ideal, you know, persona is and mm-hmm. giving your partner clear next steps on how to get the business to you mm. those are the two things that most people miss in having partnership conversations and that's why people are quote unquote mm. waiting by phone oh you know when you get somebody call me yeah that doesn't work it goes by and nothing happens yeah right? there's We're-
0: not like one thing i like that you did is you stay on top of it right like you just check in with me a month or two months later so we were building that relationship and also you were very transparent right so it wasn't like i'm hiding this um no it it was that transparency created trust between us and i think that's huge that a lot of people missed out on because they want referral but they're not willing to be authentic and transparent about what's going on in their business so that we could say okay there is some trust here let's now we can do business 100%.
1: Yeah, people do business with those; they know, like, and trust at the end. Exactly. Which you know, even even to that, right? There's a structured way to go about that. Yeah. Know, like, and trust can be built through what I like to call vision, goals, and methods. Mm -hmm. Right. People come to feel as though they have familiarity with you in a business perspective when you guys share similar vision. Yeah. Right. You guys have a similar similar vision and similar goals. You immediately feel like you vibe. Absolutely, absolutely, 100%. You know, that's huge. One hundred percent. So that's that's a tactical way to apply that information and that strategy. The last part of that, like you mentioned, trust, transparency comes, uh-huh. you know, trust. Your method, right? This, you and I had a clear conversation. I gave you full, as you said, transparency about what yeah. entail and what results they produce for clients, right? From there, there was a sense of, as you mentioned, trust. So, yeah. Um, yes, to that overall question, there's a process that you can follow strategically that accelerates what I like to call referred fruit.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And you've been able to build your business over multiple six figures, right? Growing it to the next level. Now, um, with every business, there is some big wins and there's some big challenges. So tell us about some of your clients wins and also tell us about some of your current challenges as a business owner.
1: Yeah, so um, one thing, you know, in terms of wins, man, in the uh, year of 2021, from January, we've grown 240%. Um, so thank you.
0: That's a big clap. <laughs> Y'all might not see it, but I'm really clapping. Yeah. <laughs> right?
1: so, and then <laughs> we're amazing. to more than double again in the next mm-hmm. quarter with some new partnerships that we've developed, right? So, um, so those are some of the bigger wins. Uh, some of the challenges nice. that we learned along the way right? The other side of that same coin is, right, um, one thing we're learning is there's a right offer fit for the type, mm. of, type of graphic of client. And, and here's, a, and I'll say something that might, you know, just completely challenge the world of, you know, digital <laughs> online advice. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. On one thing, right? Focus <laughs> on one offer is what most people hear out there, right? Which I yeah. understand. My, my mindset is, hey, look, there are multiple ways to frame your offer in the right product package mm. within your wheelhouse to match the right client, right? So for example, if let's say, for example, you know, hey, you know what? I, want, I love high ticket, but there's a market. Yeah. Or let's say, I, for example, I white labeled a software. Yeah. A package along with coaching and community at $500 a month, right? Mm. Imagine yeah, I'm a client base just for that one product alone. Yeah. Lean cash flow, et cetera. Right. There are different ways you can f- pre-frame your offer. Right. To yeah. The right audience. So one challenge we had was that because at the time we had that one product fit, this type of done for you, we started mm-hmm. to realize, hey, you know what you, this done for you is maybe not the best thing for the fit of who you are, but man, had we had a done with you structure kind of coach yeah. aspects and so forth, that would work amazing for you. Right. So that was one challenge that we've uh, we've gone through in really understanding, hey, you know what? You know, a lot of people out there say, just do one thing, have one offer. I mean, I don't know one billionaire that has one offer. <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, say that
0: again. You don't know one billionaire that has one know. offer.
1: Uh, I hear some millionaires say, have one offer, but I don't hear, I don't hear any billionaires saying that, right? You know? <laughs> Show me one billionaire that has one offer, right? Mm. show me one publicly listed company that has one thing, one one stream of cash flow.
0: Nah, they don't. don't.
1: Show me one, right? Yeah. Not, so not-
0: I, I, think it's also um, the stage of the business too, yeah. right? That's because it. if you're just starting out, I, definitely you need to have a clarity in what you're doing. You need to have that one offer. But as you scale, right? Let's say you pass the seven figure mark, you're going to the eight figure yeah. mark. Now, maybe it's a good time to start diversifying the streams that you have mm-hmm. so that you can support your current clients, retain them, and be able to add additional stream for other clients.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Timing is everything, right? You oh, know, yeah. it is about, it is also about, you know, your infrastructure, mm-hmm. right? Now, if you are in a position where you, and again, this even goes back to partnerships, right? If you're too premature in doing this yourself, where yeah. can you partner to get that fulfilled? Yeah. Mm right? Because that's a new opportunity for you and your partner. Right? Absolutely.
0: That creativity right? side. Coming. Yeah.
1: So as opposed to you having to create the infrastructure for it, which you got mm. down with all, you know, working in the business, not being able to work on it. You know, there's somebody out there who has already has what you need figured yeah. out. The, they do that regularly. They have it on gotcha. all So, so mm-hmm.
0: okay. Now I'm, I'm really curious about this part, right? Yeah. Because you said some things here that make me say, okay, what, because What do you value the most about what you do then?
1: I love, I love, uh, I'm a, I'm a trainer and a coach at heart. Mm. You know, I love giving people a new perspective on how they do business. Right. I can't tell you how many times I have calls with clients and they're like, you know what? I never thought of this because marketing, Mm -hmm. the majority of people is, Hey, I need to talk to direct end leads. Yeah. right? That's their idea of scale. Yeah. Think about it. That's actually the long way because it is,
0: yeah. it's more time consuming. They got to get to know you and it takes, yes. you know, if the trust got to be there yes. and that takes time, time. While if you partner with the right referral, then they can introduce you to people and the trust factor okay. happen automatically.
1: It's like that. Like I'd even go this far. If we had to put in the numbers, I'd say refer business, uh, statistically closes probably over 40% right. Mm. Benefit, compared to direct outbound business, which closes at a fraction of that. Right. Yeah. Um, to be transparent, sales cycles are shorter with the first Of course. Referred, right. Yeah. So- because the
0: trust. the big this thing is the trust, trust. barrier, trust. you know, that trust barrier is eliminated when you introduce to someone that has a list of your ideal clients, yep. because all they have to do is the recommendation. I remember one of our first client, we worked together. He called me. He said, do you do this? I'm like, I don't do this anymore, but I have the right guy that do it for you. I'll make an intro. He could take care of you. Less okay. than two weeks, the deal was closed.
1: There it is. And if you had gone
0: after it, it probably would have taken you two to three
1: months. Case, right. <laughs> because there's so much more competition versus out yeah. referred. Right. So to answer your question, one thing I love about uh, in my business is helping people see a better way. Mm. Right? That's what I, I love that man. I, I love that ability both in business, even personally. Right. That, that's just kind of That's something that uh, invigorates me, right? That's a passion Mm. of helping people uh, change their paradigms and perspectives, right? Wow. Um, That shows in our process, right? Here's a different way to think about it.
0: Yeah, now I love it. I love it. So what is one tip that you would like to share with any business owners out there from the person that's just launched their company to the person that's been in business for 20, 30, 40, 50 years?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say... Think uh, indirect versus direct. Mm. Uh, that would be my, if I had to give you a one-liner to take home with you to, you know, put in your dog. Think e- indirect versus yeah. direct. Think indirect, and it's actually the faster way, right? Somebody has already built what you have needed, whether that's no like, and trust, whether yeah. that's infrastructure, whether that's adding new products to your product line, but without having to create it or solution yeah. to, to create it or manage it, right? Somebody already has it. Right. And this literally, is, yeah. Yeah. Scale yeah. your business with
0: collaboration.
1: With collaborations major <laughs> companies do this regularly, right? Major companies do it, mm-hmm. but now there's a way to systemize that for the small to medium sized business. Right. So, wow. uh, yeah, I would say if anything, and I'll give you this one last example, right? I'm sure most of us have heard of, you know, waffle house. Of course. Have you ever seen a waffle house commercial? Never. They don't have them. It's a trick question, but you know what they do do to get customers? nearly every wa- uh, waffle house is on land connected to a walmart
0: i never thought about that
1: yeah huh got it they leverage the traffic of somebody well known right, who already puts the millions amazing of in walmart, yeah the traffic et cetera, right similar audience base right that huh. you know, for the most part you know uh, they have a lined client base right and they wow. put themselves right there <laughs>
0: that is that's smart that's really smart for a brick and mortar business
1: for brick and mortar business brilliant right yeah likewise so if i had to you know i would say think like waffle house quote unquote um, <laughs> you know think indirect versus direct anything you have need of somebody already has it
0: that's amazing and any last gem anything you want to share with the people how they can get in touch with you do you have any program that they can look into any upcoming yeah. events
1: yeah, definitely. So we have uh, kind of two, you know, kind of structures. We have a done for you style structure agency mm-hmm. model. We also have a done with you coaching style structure. Um, so um, people can get in contact us with us, you know, see more about us um, at the mm. following you know website link direct. Yep, we'll add that
0: in the show notes.
1: Yeah, for sure. So that's directconnection.com with the K. Direct connection, right? Um, and we have a free training on there. If you put slash training at the back end of that URL, uh, I'll make sure to provide that to Joe Bear. Make sure you guys have that as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Khalil. This was amazing. Share some really amazing tip how to scale your business with collaboration, guys. Please follow Khalil. Check out his website. Definitely reach out to him. All right, guys, we are out. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online.
1: And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.